The Notary's Unsealed podcast is brought to you by the Georgia Notary Network and Captivated Notary Marketing Solutions. Coming up on this episode. They don't understand what pivoting is and they think they're pivoting when they're really quitting the business that they're doing. They're operating the services at their home. They pivoting to provide the mobile service in order to charge that extra fee. For something to be able to pivot, there must be a foundational source smooth this time. We know the reason sealed. Uh-huh. That's my everyday life. Yeah. We know the reason sealed. Ooh. Every day I hustle out here living it right. Let's go. We know the reason sealed. Put the stamp down and stop in front of the mic. Here we go. Took the game over. We yeah. home now. We soldiers. Griff, Matherin, and Q, the podcast. You can't hold us. Y'all heard the word. Uh-huh. Y'all heard the word. Uh-huh. Griff, Matherin, and Q. Yeah, we on the verse. What's going on, Notary Welcome back to another episode of Notaries Unsealed. I'm your host, Quentin Smith, and I got my guys with me, Matherin, Uncle Griff. Say what's up to the people, fellas. Hey, what's going on, folks? I uh, hope you guys are doing well. It's another it's another week, another episode. We are here to bring you guys some great value. I'm glad to be here with the fellas. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here, man. I'm glad. Oh, man. Busy week, long nights, short sleeping time, but... I'm doing good. That's, I'm that's doing pretty good. much the regular. That's how I'm doing. Long nights, short sleeping time. But very happy to be back here with you guys. Um, how's your week been? Uh, this week's been pretty good, man. Um, it's been constant. You know, the work has been coming in. It's starting to pick up. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Stuff on the weekends. Because for the holidays, they try to get these things closed out. So I'm starting to see more work on the weekends. Mm-hmm. I know, and then with um, with Christmas being with that on Christmas Eve, on Saturday, Christmas on Sunday, that I would basically say probably after next Thursday or whatever Thursday, whenever the 22nd, it ain't going to be too much going on. So it's going to get quiet for the weekend. And probably the same for New Year's. Um, Great, Griff. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not to be a, a smart behind, <laughs> but um, when do holiday hours start? <laughs> I'm just wondering <laughs> when do people start counting their holiday hours? Is it just Christmas or, or, or are people counting holidays hours starting on the 23rd? <laughs> well, to be honest, look, it reminds me of a Dilbert commercial. Um, um, skit, the, the little cartoon character Dilbert, mm-hmm. how they said, People, the, the holiday is on next Monday, but people start taking off on the Tuesday and Wednesday before the holiday to get prepared for it. So I'm expecting people to really shut down around the 19th, around the 19th, start taking half days and want to take time all because they got to do that last minute shopping and all yeah. that stuff. So but if there's still orders out there. That means the notary is going to have to be a little more patient with the signing companies and the title companies getting them documents to them because what? Nobody's going to be around. You know, things going to be a little bit slower, but it also opens up the door for you to get some work because there's less notaries. Because guess what? Notaries want to shop. That's right. (laughs) Also, in the the general 
I'm using quotation marks there, general uh, mm -hmm. notary world. Um, again, the holiday seasons, that's a time where family comes into town. And a lot of times there's business to be handled when family is there. So make sure you are close to your phones. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's huge right there. Yeah. So, so other than that, the week's been good. I mean, I think I'm on pace right now. I know I got at least... Maybe I'm, I'm thinking right now, if I hit 30 this month, that'll be good because things have been a little bit slower. But my um, new home builder, they came out with a new um, community and it's an hour and a half away from me. So I upped my fee a hundred dollars on oh, nice. and they was like, OK, cool. Hey. Just like that. <laughs> and I explained to them why I said, hey, you know, I'm. Be doing an extra hours drive, so man, Griff, you, but I can do. You've it. been doing excellent work for them. I'm sure you didn't even owe them that explanation. They understood. Oh yeah, write yeah. The check. They know what you, they know what you bring it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Just write yeah. the check and call it a day. That's what you we're know, doing here. Mm -hmm. When you become an asset, you can do things like that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No, you're definitely an asset, especially if they, you know, if they start a new build and they are still using you and not. Looking for another notary within that area, so that's yeah. like you know. Well, no, they did. They were looking for oh, other yeah? ones. That's why. I, that was the reason why I had to do give a little bit of explanation. <laughs> like, <laughs> I had to. I had to, to throw it in there because. So I mean, they might. I might be the last pick <laughs> if the other notaries are, are yeah. cheaper. But I'm thinking the other notaries might be higher than me. Okay, I think so. I think they probably higher. But well, not only that, they, they might be charging higher, but they're not doing the quality work that you're doing. And maybe they're messing up. Right. The and one, yeah. Now, the one, the notary who introduced me to the um, new home builder, I know she's solid. Okay. But her, she's solid. And then there's another lady that I know that's solid up there. Um, So, that I personally know two of them. Yeah, those two I know are solid. Um, The rest of them, I'm not familiar with them at all. Um, or I hope I'm, I don't know, they might be listening like, you do know me. I'm like, I, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> we don't do enough business. But nonetheless. That's the last time we spoke anyway. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, nonetheless, Griff is in the house, so you better you better be on, on par because I have no problem traveling. Oh, Griff's ready. He's ready there to take over. We'll, we'll celebrate that victory. Good job, Griff. Definitely. definitely. Mm -hmm. Way to be available, way to continue to provide excellent service and represent this industry the correct way. Thank you. Thank you. Definitely appreciate that. Um, this week, I um, <clears throat> I partnered up with my local library. They uh, they had called me and asked me to come in. We had a, a nice little meeting. Uh, the, the library director, a wonderful woman. Um, and we were able to kind of work out a little deal there where I start to do some of their marketing. So shout out to Captivated. Nice little push for us there. And also offer services mm -hmm. um, twice a month at the local library and do marketing around my community um, to let people know that that service is going to be there. Uh, this past Tuesday was that first uh, time of me offering that service there. Unfortunately, nobody came which is perfectly fine because what I was able to do is they made a nice little sign for me. I put that out there on Facebook and I ran it through my groups in the, my local community groups. There's probably yeah. about 35 of them here where I live, ran it through there. And guess what? 
cue the notary's Facebook page blew up. I got a whole bunch of likes and a whole bunch of people saying thank you for offering that at the library. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good stuff right there. You know, sure. You know, hey, so I try to take that route this week. I might talk to my local library. They say they already have the notary. <laughs> uh, find another one. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I I'm mean, gonna find look, another man, one. I mean, all I need to know, look, all I need is a picture and a social security number for that notary, <laughs> man. And a vacancy might come open pretty quick. Take care of that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I take them on the trip where two go out and only I come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they said they said that they already have one, so I'm probably going to. I'm probably going to reach out to the local. Um, the restaurant, you know, that I'd be going to because they are in a pretty good area and they have an area where I could probably set up. So I'm probably going to try to reach out to them to see, you know, maybe if I if I just go there, you know, pretty much the same thing that you're doing, um, Q. Yep. You know, just go there and just sit there for about an hour or so and then just offer the service because they get a lot of high traffic in that area. So if I can do it at the library, I'll reach out to the local restaurants, see, see what we can do. I hope that this little conversation that we're having between each other inspires people to follow up on the challenge that I put out there to everyone uh, to dedicate, you know, to to give two hours to your community, post up at a Starbucks or some someplace that, that's accessible to multiple people, you know, that's easily accessible and give away some notarizations. You have no idea what it's going to do for your business. It will definitely help you. Please, please. It's captivated, baby. All right, captivated right. notary marketing solutions. I am telling you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go tell your community that you're offering free services. Take a picture while you're there. Post it on. Post it in the group again, so that way they actually see that you were there, and see the response that you get. Okay, yeah. I, I'm challenging you. It's a good thing to do anyway. It's the season to be giving, but it, it'll help you in the long run. So, Math, an awesome job by you following up on that, too. Um, I think we should. I know we've got the Notary's Unsealed Instagram page. I think this is something that we should use the Notary's Instagram page for. What do you think, guys? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think that'll definitely be a good idea. So, here's what I'm asking from the audience. We're asking that you join us in giving two hours of free notarizations to your community. Put it out there on social media within your community, but when you do, tag notaries unsealed, and we're gonna we're we're gonna share it with everybody else too, right? We should be doing this. Uh, it's only two hours of your time. Think of of saving yourself, you know, two hours of time watching the boob tube or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and give something to your community. Yeah, you know, there's there's plenty of local businesses the way they would gladly have you, you know, they would like for you to be there because not only if people are coming in to get stuff notarized, you also provide them a chance for them to make to, to make money as well. So if somebody come in the store, most likely they're going to purchase something, especially if they're getting the notarization for free. You know, the, and the, the, the local business might just be happy if someone just purchased a drink. Like, they don't have to go in and spend a lot of money just the fact that they are there and they are being recognized and they are, you're bringing that awareness to the business. No, that's key right there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you'd like some more conversation about this and how it's worked for me, please feel free to reach out to me at the Captivated Notary on Instagram. Uh, you can co- go contact me through the Captivated Notary uh, website and I can talk to you about this. It's a great thing to do. Just 
the fact that you're offering it. You know, if you're trying to grow your business in your community, the best way that you can tell your community that you care about them and that you're there for them is to just offer them something and not want anything in return. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're right. And if you want to take it a next step further, guess what? I'm sure there's small towns around your area. You can always go do that there once <laughs> once a month. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, here's the thing. Here's mm-hmm. the beauty about doing that. Even if nobody comes, guess what? There's nobody there that was that, that can say that nobody came. Nobody knows that nobody came. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so so you're going to win instantly just by letting your community know that you offered it. It's the fact that you offered. You're a business here. You're a luxury. You're, you're I'm not going to say a luxury. Well, it is a luxury. You're a luxury business to have a notary come to your house when they could have gone to the bank, they could have gone to the auto tags place. No, it's a luxury to be able to pay for somebody to come. And we all charge travel, travel fees for that luxury. Right. Mm -hmm. The fact that you've just offered that to them, they're going to remember that. And I still get people that contact me today. I had somebody that contacted me um, earlier this week that remembered when I did this last year. Mm Mm-hmm. They weren't looking for me to do it for free. They just remembered that I did it last year. Yep. No, you're right. And and look, if whoever that if whoever don't show up the first time around, but seeing it in the Facebook group, guess what? They're gonna be looking for you behind next time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're gonna be thinking about cue the note. Okay, when he's gonna be at the library, or even if you're not the library, if they need something that get they need something that needs to be notarized because they realize that they saw you on Facebook marketing, they're going to call cue the notary. Yep. When's mm-hmm. the next time that you, you know what? I'm not sure, but I'd love to help you out. How, how, how can we get this taken care of? Mm-hmm. Right. And then that gives you the ability to sell your service at that point, because you know, they were looking for it for free. So now you have to go through your conversation, go through mm-hmm. how you speak with your customers, you know, um, and, you be the judge based on, you know, what the situation is on what you choose to charge them, you know. And usually when I get somebody that hits me up like that, um, you know, I only did offered that within a certain area, you know, a certain radius of, of, of places within my area, within my county. Um, so when they mention that, I usually give them a little break. I'll take five five bucks off the travel fee or something like that. Yeah, that just from I, I don't tell them that. Of course not, but I know that I'm taking five bucks off for him. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. That's sure. That's definitely a good idea. So, hey, there it is. If you guys are looking for a way to market within your your area, you just drop it down. You just give you a gem. And reach out to him. Don't reach out to me because I'm just going to redirect you straight to Q. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I welcome it. I'd love all conversations about this because it's done wonders for my business. It's helped me uh, become an identifiable, identifiable person within my uh, community. It really has. And it's helped me stay afloat and not have to do as much loan signing as a lot of other folks do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, well, I can do that means I can do something like that up there at my wife's salon. Yeah, when she's up there. Yeah, you guys already ha- you guys already have the as far as like the business yeah, established. The so just two. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, I I think when I was doing it last year, the most notarizations that I did for free, I think I might have did five over the course of four or five weeks mm-hmm. was for for free. But the business that came after it though. I made money on. 
just because they knew mm-hmm. that I offered and they thought that that was very sweet and a good thing to do for folks. Hey, so. you know, I think your local courthouse might be a good one if you if you want to offer that service for that one hour or two hour, like that one day. You well, definitely depend- get. <laughs> you definitely get. Dep- so the here's the thing. So here's the thing. When you when you when you go to do something like that, like you have to think about one side. When are you really? Get, you want to have the best opportunity to get people there. Yeah. Right. So timing is everything. I when I did mine last year and what I plan on doing this year, I chose between eleven and one to be up at our busiest uh, shopping center in the Wegmans. Mm-hmm. For those of you guys that know what Wegmans is. Great, great, great grocery store. Um, you know, and they've got a nice little seating area and everything else like that. And I went between 11 and 1 because I knew that's when people are grocery shopping. So if by chance they needed to have something notarized and they were going to be at the grocery store anyway, I was there. Yeah. But not only that, <laughs> I had told people days ahead that I was going to be there. There were people that came by just to see if I was there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And okay. people stop by just to say hello. Hey, I saw your post. You're a new notary guy. Cool. Where do you operate? All over the place. Have a conversation. I've turned customers that way. Yep. You know what? Sure. I might, you know, might go try that out at my local shopping plaza because I'm there. I'm there all the time anyway. <laughs> yeah. I went from 11 to 1 at the shopping center and then um, from 2 to 4 up at the Starbucks. Yep. Makes sense. Nah, that's definitely a great Perfect. idea. Mm-hmm. Took a little hour lunch break, and then went and sat at Starbucks. Kicked it. Same, same, same results. Mm-hmm. That nah, makes sense. Yeah, so I'll just yeah, so yeah. I'll definitely try it out. Look at that. You know, you don't even have to specifically go to your local library. <laughs> yeah, don't. All right, so. That's not what we were going to be talking about today, but I hope y'all enjoyed those three minutes of Notary's Unsealed game. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're going to be talking about this episode, Pivoting Your Business. Mm -hmm. That seems to be a hot topic right now. You got to be able to pivot. I keep hearing that. Yeah. I keep hearing that. Mm -hmm. Are we hearing the right thing, Griff? In my opinion, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, because, I mean, with everything, you have to define what you're trying to tell people they need to do. And the question is, are you are you being are you being given the definition of what pivoting from a business standpoint is? You know, me and Q talked about this. And just so y'all know, I was the one that came up with the topic. Yes, you were. So don't be fussing at Matherin and Q <laughs> because I kept hearing people over the last, pretty much from the, the moment December hit, you got to pivot. You got to pivot. I'm pivoting in my business. And I'm like, okay, what are you doing? I'm pivoting. And basically what they was doing, what I consider is they really was quitting. Yeah. They weren't really pivoting. They was quitting doing one thing and jumping into doing something Can else. Can you explain that a little bit more? Uh, of how you feel people were quitting. Can can you kind of break that down? Well, they were like, okay, the notary business isn't working for me. So one, I'm a, I'm a start, um, doing something else, um, you know, something totally different, you know, completely different that has nothing to do with 
the core of what they was doing. Right. I'm just not doing this anymore. And for a lot of people, yeah, it, <clears throat> for some, depending on the state they lived in, it was wedding efficient or I'm going to try to do field inspections, um, things of that nature. But other people, they will start going into other industries. You know, I'm going to start trying to do real estate. I'm going to start trying to um, do, you know, I think one person was talking about, you know, what they going what they weren't talking about pivoting. That person was saying they was quitting the business. So they actually said, I'm quitting the business and I think going into some kind of insurance. And I and I understood. I understood. Me and that person talked before. So I understood. Mm-hmm. But other people, they don't understand what pivoting is and they think they're pivoting when they're really quitting the business that they're doing because they don't see how they could make it work. Yeah. And for most part, from what we you know, we research, it's more to it than that. If you're truly going to pivot, it, it causes you to change your core. It causes you to how to best put it. Well, let me put it this Hold way. on, Griff. Hold on, Griff. Um, let's let's uh-huh. do this. What would you say in the notary world, without talking about what others are doing, because we we've done some research on this, let's mm-hmm. give them a positive example of what a notary pivot would be. Ah, okay. Because I think that's going to help bring home the point that we're trying to make. Okay, so to me, a a positive pivot would be one where... A positive example, a positive example of of, of a pivot, not necessarily a positive pivot. Okay, well, a positive example could be simply you was working primarily with title companies mm-hmm. and your local title company or companies have their, the, the level of work and amount of work that they've been able to give you has reduced, okay. has been reduced greatly. So let's say they didn't change their fees. It's just the amount of work that they can provide you has greatly dropped. Gotcha. So you can change and say, I'm going to start doing closings with signing companies. I'm going to start taking orders from signing companies. So that would be a change. You're still dealing with notary stuff, but now you're changing the way. And and one example, and we're going to, and I'm going to put these links that we got that we were looking at on my community tab for everybody to look at. I'll attach it to the the podcast. Okay. (laughs) Okay. But... You know, like Chick-fil-A or any restaurant that was a sit-in restaurant. And then when they came into economic hard times, they started doing takeout where they traditionally didn't do takeout. You see what I'm saying? So that would fall under changing how you offer the product. Yeah. Correct. So So you're the product. As the notary, we are the product. So I'm trying to offer myself up to do these notarizations. How about this, though? Uh, Let's make it. A little bit more clear. So if you were only doing paper notarizations, if you were only doing loan signings, you're driving to every appointment and you said, I'm no longer doing that. I'm switching to Ron only. Yeah. That would be a pivot. That would be a pivot. pivot. Yeah. Just like, you know, you know, for those who don't have a mobile service of their operating the services at their home, they pivoting to provide the mobile service in order to charge that extra fee. 
no if your state law requires it you mm-hmm. know so it's it's definitely you know just finding a new way to offer your services <laughs> and i feel like um within the older industry a lot of people you know they all quitting but you know they there there is a positive to it there's a you have to understand the pivoting standpoint from your business you know not what from everybody else is telling you you you, you know if if you're not getting, if you have an office and folks are not walking in anymore, let's say if you used to get like maybe 30 walk-ins a week, now you're down to five, then you might you might consider being a mobile node within your area. There's no need to, right. You, right. you may not want to travel an hour or two hours, but within your town, especially during the wintertime, folks not going to be wanting to leave the house. So if you can provide that mobile service, that's the way you can pivot as well. Right. No, that's a good point, Matherin. And I think, mm-hmm. Griff, I think the point that you were trying to make before I rudely cut you off, sorry about that, man, um, <laughs> was uh, you, you, were, you were trying to make the point of refocusing your target audience from being uh, the title company to then the signing services. You're no longer focusing on going door to door, trying to handshake with all the title companies in your area. You've now resulted to say, you know what? I'm going to stop looking locally or stop working locally and deal strictly with the signing services because this going door to door just isn't working for me. Correct. And then one of the things is because when you when y'all read these articles that we're going to provide y'all. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. One of the things that you got to also realize is that the a pivot, a business pivot, one of the things it says is for startups. Primarily it's dealing with startups who as I'm looking here at the um, screen, it says a company, you know, is always playing catch up. So you're always trying to catch up to what's going on or there's too much competition or your company has hit a plateau, you know, um, or there's limited response from your marketplace. So now you have to make some kind of pivot. But here's the key. All of that is based off of you actually been doing work right. prior to you making a pivot. If you really haven't been doing the business, if you've just been sitting around taking training and classes all day, but not actually going out there doing the work. What are you pivoting from and what are you pivoting to? You never gave it a shot. You just said, I'm scared and I don't know if this is going to work. And now that the market has shifted before you even ever got out there, it's really not that you still, there's really no pivot for you to make because you never really got into doing the business or any of the stuff to see if it would even work. So you're trying to pivot away from something that you haven't even tried. You just been sitting back. And now that the evidence is that, okay, well doing loan closings, refis has shifted. Well, yeah, it might've shifted for me because I was out there doing the work, but it never shifted for you because guess what? You weren't doing them. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. And, and, in all reality, when you break down what a pivot is, in order f- for something to be able to pivot, there must be a foundational source in order to in order for an object to pivot. If you think about it in basketball, you have your pivot foot, mm-hmm. right? And that mm-hmm. other leg can't move. You know, if you look at a, right. a, a wrench or something like that, or I forget what, the, what man, I forget what that tool is called. Um, but even your elbow. The mm-hmm. elbow's got to pivot, right? There has to be something foundational there in order yeah, for it right. to pivot. You know, your business, 
operates the same way. They use that word for a reason. There has to be some type of foundation in order for you to be able to flex and move. If your business, if you're just starting a business, you haven't even, you haven't even built anything. I hate to say it like that, but you haven't even really built anything. How, how are you pivoting? You got to understand on. Yeah, but uh, but they are folks are still doing it because that's what's you know that's what's trending. You know, it goes back. It goes back to understanding. Um, it goes back to understanding your business and having a mission statement, understanding your goals for your own business. Because there's multiple reasons where you might be looking into pivoting your business. You know, some of the example that we just provide as far as you know providing an additional service. You know, from being in office to mobile. Or from you know from working with with your local title to signing companies, there's multiple reason why folks might be out there you know thinking that you know it's time for pivot, but you have to understand why you have to understand what's causing you to pivot in order for you to find success. Because if you're just changing it just because everybody else is saying it, then you realize right. what everybody else is doing is not working in your market. Guess what you're gonna be looking to do in the next one um in the next two to three months. I'll be pivoting again. <laughs> I think it's been mis- I think it's just a big misterminology. I think people are throwing this word around without fully understanding what they're saying, and people are just saying, "Okay." Oh yeah, of course. Right. Well, let me. Well, real quick, let me read the, just a short blurb of what it says. What does pivoting mean in business? It says when a business pivots, it means that it is changing some aspects of its core products or services. Businesses might pivot to better meet customer demand to shift their target audience to boost sales and some combination or some combination of both. So, again, if you're not out there doing business and working and providing a service or a product, what are you trying to pivot to do? You got to first get started. So like for me, um, an example for me, there were certain there's some companies that I realized that I don't want to do closings for because they're very convoluted to deal with. Um, they're not so much messy, but the way they provide the, the documents and sometimes they're a little more worrisome. It's like no sooner than you hit the button that you complete it. You know, they calling you when you're going to do scans and just that. Like I did in a video a couple of days ago about somebody trying to demand that I guarantee that I'm going to do scan backs by a certain time. I'm like, I can't guarantee because who knows what can happen. So when you come across companies like that, it's like, okay, I might have to pull back from working with them. And that was when things was popping. But now things aren't popping like they were. And those companies are still around. Well, okay, I'm gonna have to shift and, and and start doing business with them, so that I can keep funds coming in. Right. You know, and even now I've been doing a little bit more general notary work. You know, um, and all of that. So what? I had to do a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do a little bit of a shift and pivot myself because I was like, I'm not doing these big companies. But oh, y'all better. I had to start doing some things that I didn't really want to do. I better get your Google it, my you know, business in order ready. to provide a service. <laughs> Griff is coming for the general and, notary and, work in VA Beach. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm. I'm out there. I'm. I'm. I'm doing it, and um, 
and I'm and I'm okay with it, you know. But I will be honest that now I see one of the things that you'll read in these articles, it talks about your pivot may not necessarily be long term. It might be temporary yeah. <laughs> to deal with the economic crisis that you're dealing with. So and that's one of the things, if y'all remember, I talked about this on my um, YouTube channel where I said, for those of you who are quitting or reducing the amount of loan closings you're doing just to run over the general notary work because you feel that's been popping, even though you really probably don't know, that's just what people told you that is popping for them. So you think it's popping for you. What happens if all of a sudden the loan closings come back, you know, to like 40% of what they were and the companies who you were doing good work for decide to call you and say, hey, we want you. Do you have the bandwidth to do both? I'm glad you asked. Can you? Uh, <laughs> so huh? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> yeah. Could can you can you give them that time to do those clone closings? And all of a sudden, now you're doing estate planning with attorneys, or you're doing other quote unquote specialty notary work, things of that nature. Can you keep both of them going because one might have to give to the other? So. It, it, and, it, and in these articles, it talks about how it could be detrimental to your business if you pivot the wrong way and at the wrong time. Well, Griff, like I said, I'm glad you asked that question because as a notary that has pretty much not really been doing the loan signings out of not mm -hmm. wanting to do so, you and I have spoken a lot about this. Um, I'm very vocal about it. I just I have my I have my reserves. It's perfectly fine. Go make your money. You know, but. All those people in my area, go go make your money. You're not going to hear nothing from me right now. Yeah. Um, because what I'm doing is focusing, like I said, on building up my community presence. Because that's what I want for my business. I made that decision, not really because it was slow, because things had picked up. And I had already made that decision to say, nah, no, nah, it's not really what I want to do. So if the general notary work slows down a little bit, Griff, and... I decide that I want to pick up a signing here or there. It's up to my discretion. It's my business. If, if, they'll, if they'll accept me, then I'll, I'll, I'll take it. If it's there, if not, right. no harm, no, no, no harm. That hour that I would have been doing that signing, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to market my business mm -hmm. and do what I was, right. what I set out to do in the first place. Well, a lot of people, <coughs> excuse me, a lot of people are missing they're not even recognizing that a shift has happened or a pivot has happened. And um, the other day, Bill Soroka was on Clubhouse and he was talking about that because somebody was asking him about, you know, should they start a signing company? And he said right now is not a good time to start a signing company with the level of work that's out there for his loan closings. Yeah. He said, Hi, you know, and then I chimed in and said, right. He's, no, he up before I chimed in, he said, but at the same time, the signing companies who are still out there, they have started work, working with other entities and building relationships with mm -hmm. them to provide no to provide notorial services for work that those people need. And case in point, the Camp Lejeune, you know, the Camp Lejeune is out there. They're paying fifty, seventy five dollars for you to sit there and watch somebody sign two pieces of paper. Right, JG Wentworth. So you got those folks. Right, you got the auto but, loans and all that other stuff too. Yeah, all, yeah, correct. So here, you know, so I saw that. You know, I'm sitting here. I'm getting 
you know, um, notifications to do IRA um, notary work. They got one document that needs a notary. This person fills out these seven pages and then you notarize one for them to set up an IRA and you're getting paid 50 to 75 bucks. Now, I do pay attention to those, Griff. Now, I, I still pay attention. It's just when it comes to like the refis, and I, I don't want to do all that. But those do come <laughs> right. through. And nine times I'm getting those. Right. Th- yeah, that's those what I'm great. after if I'm going to be working, you know, with a with a middleman. Mm-hmm. So they so the the signing companies have shifted. Yep. And I recognize that. So if they shift, then guess what? You got to you got to shift yourself. You, <laughs> because they realize you because shift. they realize they losing yeah. money. So they it's like mm-hmm. you know just just think of it as you're diversifying your business. You know everybody talk about diversi- diversifying everything else. That's what they doing. They went from just providing you straight real estate closing. Now they working with JG Wentworth. They working with different insurance companies. It's, so it's like they are diversifying the type of services that they are providing, and that's what. You need to be doing, you know, as far as becoming more flexible to different customers and do not put all your eggs in one basket by working with just one specific title company in your area. Reach out to different to different businesses. Now you can reach out to the funeral home. You can, you know, the the, mm-hmm. the, the nursing home, you know, any yeah. other business that's in your area, because nine times out of 10, every business need a notary. Every business need a notary. You're right. And I kind of want to go back real quick before we take our break, Griff, to something that you said, you know, you said, you know, for for those that are doing the loan signings, um, you know, and decide to jump over to general notary work because, you know, they hear how popping it is um, and they say, okay, I'm going to go over there and do that. It takes work to grow in your community. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what your Google My Business is. It takes time. It doesn't just happen. Yep. All right. So don't think that you're going to make this quick jump over here and everything's going to be great. Now nah, you got to put in work for that one. Okay. And, and, I, right. and I think that's why most more people gravitate, gravitate towards the loan signing because they don't want to, and they're not willing to do the work that it takes to grow in their community. Right. And even with the apostille and all of that, I mean, the bottom line is simply you can't pivot from anything towards something else if you never actually got started with the core. And 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 that's the whole thing. You know, I always talk about that. The core. What is your core part of the business? And if you're like, well, I'm just still trying to figure it out then you just got to get started before you start shifting. Because as I say, you, if, if you're not working in order to shift, you know, to f- f- doing the business, which means you're really just quitting, you're just quitting one thing and running off to another and to another and to another, and you never get established in anything. Yep. And you do all that underneath of your uh, one LLC that you started. On that note, we're going to take a break, folks, (laughs) and we'll be right back. Hey, Georgia Notaries, it's that time of year again. The Georgia Notary Network is open. It's 2023 membership application for those who are interested in joining the GAN fam. If you're looking for mentorship, membership, and community, then we welcome you to join us. If you have any questions, feel free to email us at info at GANotaryNetwork.com. 
This year's application can be found on our website at www.ganotarynetwork.com. Don't hesitate. The application will be open from December the 1st to January 31st. Look, we welcome you in advance to the GAN fam, and we'll see you in the network. Sometimes I like the rhyming ball I don't drink, but at times enjoy a fine cigar It's the notary life, this what we signed up for We neighborhood legends, I'm a bona fide stamp star When we on the job, we be notarizing When we on the job, we be notarizing When we on the job, we be notarizing We be notarizing, we be notarizing, yeah I'm an ink boy, a certified stamp dealer All about the Skrilla mobile Document sealer, it's professional round here when you making top billing. 1099, that mean I ain't got me no All sales. right, welcome I back, mean- folks. I hope you like the new sponsorship that we have from the Georgia Notary Network. Uh, what they're doing down there is phenomenal. Again, uh, their open enrollment season is right now. Their, their new enrollment form is available on their website. So definitely check out the Georgia Notary Network. Also, uh, just another reminder, January 14th, 2023, you've got the Level Up Notary Signing Agent Virtual Summit featuring how many, how many, did, did, did anybody count how many uh, speakers are on yeah, there? Everybody. It's like almost 40, right? <clears throat> yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, crazy, like crazy number of, of notaries that are going to be there dropping all types of gems and jewels. You're also going to hear from our man, Uncle Griff. Yeah. And from what I heard, and actually I saw because I watched about, I, I didn't know that the summit actually existed last year, but I did go back and I watched about five hours of it. Um, Griff did a great job. You, you you did, you did a great job. Okay, so Griff you. is going to be on there again. And then you're also going to have the Notaries Unsealed podcast. An exclusive episode will be uh, aired during the virtual summit. So make sure that you get your tickets. Head over to the website, levelupnsasummit.com. All, All right. right. It's approaching. I'm, I'm excited, <laughs> man. Well, it's it's oh, definitely yeah. a great opportunity for you, Q. So... Yeah. So we have it for you. Yeah. So, Griff, are, are there any other um, events that you'll be at in January? Yeah, I'm be. <clears throat> oh man, what's the next? now? How is that? I forgot the latest. Thing. Y'all oh, my know bad. Me. I probably should put you on. The- <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know I'll be forgetting stuff, man. Hold on, hold on. I got it right here. Okay, there we go. Yeah, Happy we busy. got um Shauna's Shawans. Um, her summit is the second annual notary summit 
up there in the um in Fairfield Inn, the Suites and Marriott up there at the Marriott in um Stafford, Virginia. So nice. Yeah, so I'm gonna be up there. That's gonna be on January twenty first at eleven AM. And then she's also doing a party bus afterwards, um, going over hey. to the MGM National Harbor. Pop bottles. Yep. Yep. So we're gonna have a nice little little group there. Um we got now now Griff, are you gonna get on the party bus or are you gonna take the rental? <laughs> Man, I'm gonna be home. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna be home. Y'all heard it. Griff is not going to the party bus. Don't expect him there. Yeah, nah. Now that oh. party bus thing is outside of my purview. I'm the type. I'll be, you know, I go up there, do what I got to do, and then I come on home. So, yeah. People are, are are getting creative out there with uh, what they're offering with these yeah. little uh, get-togethers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So y'all can find out more information if you find me on Facebook and um and everything. So it's um it's gonna be a pretty nice one. It's gonna be a pretty nice one. I wonder if anybody's ever done a notarization while skydiving. <laughs> I did a notarization for a lady who um, had a skydiving accident. I think you told us about that. Yeah, she was all told busted about up. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, she was broken down. That would be something else. Who could do the first skydiving notarization? Now, that would be pretty dope. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see you stamp on that one. Right. Well, see, on that one, that's why I would yeah. just carry my embosser with a gold seal, with the gold <laughs> foil. And then you mess around to drop the embosser and hit somebody in the head ten miles down. Right. <laughs> Big old crack in the earth. Heavy, <laughs> <laughs> heavy embosser falling down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got my embosser from mine was made back in the Moses days, made out of stone. That's right. Oh, who did you inspire to make that for you, Griff? <laughs> Stone with a good old beaver wood handle from the ark itself. <laughs> Father Tom knew that that was going to happen mm-hmm. when he created the beaver. <laughs> he said, what? <laughs> cool, yeah. well. Hey, so, um, so. I was able to count those guest speakers. I think you have like forty three guest speakers, Griff. That's gonna be with okay. you at the at the notaries. The All notary right. All right. Forty three. Wow. It's wow. gonna be a long day. Yeah. Jam packed full of excellent information for the notaries though. So definitely purchase your tickets. Um and shout out to uh Lori Morgan from Sign Here and There Notary. And the rest of the team, the yeah. rest of the team, uh, we actually had our first meeting uh, this past week. I got to meet the other wonderful ladies that are going to be assisting in making this event uh, wonderful for everybody. Uh, we are all really excited. I'm telling you, we've got a show that is coming for you. So definitely make sure that you are there. Mm-hmm. All right. It's definitely going to be interesting. Hey, um, Griff, do you know if they're going to have any freighters out there? I'm gonna have. Fritters. I don't know. Maybe maybe Griff is gonna deliver some fritters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so Griff, so tell us about that, Griff. You know, since you're out here delivering, you know, most people are delivering donuts to title offices, but you think you just pivot. Some here delivering Krispy Kreme now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, 
Look, Erica, me and Erica met. I did her closing for her. I did. Matter of fact, I did two um, refis for her. And um, Mm -hmm. so she calls me her mentor. I mean, she's probably the one that would be truly, I could say, I'm mentoring because, you know, she's here and me and her talk a lot. And she leans on a lot of what I say, and she's doing really, really good with the notary business and actually moved into also being a real estate agent. So with, so I know that might make a couple people mad. Why is she being your mentor, your mentee? And I, you can't, it's hard to mentor people long distance. Yeah, and and like with me and her talk, and she, she actually listens to me and she doesn't make up excuses. She's like, hey, okay, what, you, what I should do and and all of that. Matter of fact, she's doing groundworks. Um, I've taken her out with me on groundworks assignments to show how to do that. Um, and we, excuse me, we actually support each other because I will um, call her to be a witness and she calls me to be a witness. So she always teasing, been teasing about, you know, wanting a fritter. And I mean, we literally lived about. I would say 10 minutes away from each other. And she brings her kids over to get her, um, their hair done by my wife and all of that. So she said she wanted a fritter. I was passing by Krispy Kreme. So I said, let me go to get one. And it was like, well, we got a four pack. I was like, all right, give me four. And of course, uh, (laughs) why, why would you even ask? Yeah. I like, give me four. And it had a red velvet, um, donut. That thing was nice. See what Griff's not saying is they didn't offer it. They said, Hey Griff, would you like the Griff special today? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because they know how you Uncle get Griff, down. do you want your special today? Are you recording? Here you go. <laughs> I know, I know. So I was like, all right. So I I hit her up and she was um doing something, and then that's when I did a couple of vi- the video teasing about you know somebody always in my comment section about a fritter, but when I called them, they ain't around, and I was coming from um one signing and she. She hit me up and was like, where you going? I said, I'm going to FedEx. She said, I'll be there. <laughs> and y'all saw the rest on the video. So she rolled up, got yeah, her freedom. She looks super happy. Look, I'm going to tell y'all. She, yo, y'all remember, um, what was that movie um, with Eddie Murphy and Dr. Doolittle? Mm-hmm. She had the Hercules face on. Hercules, oh, yeah. Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> yeah. And man, she ate that thing quick because she texted me talking about, it's gone. I was like, you're like, Ate that in like two minutes. By the time she pulled out that parking lot, that thing was gone. Yeah, was and I ain't gonna lie, it was good. It was good. That one, it was, it was that fritter was was on point. But yeah, so now I guess all the notices would be like looking for me to be delivering them fritters, huh? Well, I was actually gonna yeah. say, Griff. You know, I'm up north here, and we don't have Krispy Kreme. I was gonna ask, what, yeah, what, 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 what's it, it gonna up. take to get a Krispy Kreme fr- uh, fritter? Because I can't get them. <laughs> You know, and you can't mail it either. You have to. You can't mail it either. I just thought I just saw it. You gotta be delivered. Now you can mail mine. Just yeah, <laughs> you have to be delivered. Like, over, or if you mail it, it's gotta be overnight. <laughs> I mean, I got a FedEx account, so I could overnight it. I can put it in. <laughs> like, FedEx don't give box us that standard and overnight it. That standard melon. Like, how, how can we make <laughs> this happen? Because I, I really would like to try one of the Krispy Kreme. I love Krispy Kreme. Oh right. yeah, it's good, man. Oh man, it's good. It's good. Um, you gotta make that happen, <laughs> please. Yeah, I have to find me a uh, um. I have to find an airtight container. That's what I need to find. I knew that was yeah. coming. I knew mm-hmm. that was coming. I knew Griff was about to. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking now on Amazon. So find me a air a good yeah. airtight container. 
Yeah. Yeah, just like oh, you yeah, know, the yeah. boy needs that, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? You send the you send you send the container, right? You tell me what you want from the area, I'll send it back. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Oh yeah. Look at that. So we'll go from there. We'll go from there. Oh yeah, that's that's perfect. But yeah. Yeah, before we started recording, I ate a fritter and man, that thing was man, it was on point. Yeah, man, I see I, I saw the box. I saw what was in the box. Mm-hmm. I need what was in that box. I have to experience this. Oh man. It's 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 something special. Yeah, and then especially if you warm it up, and then I would say if you got some ice cream, throw some vanilla ice cream on it or whatever flavor you want. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, so we have to make the fritter happen, and we have to make what the what the beef jerky jerky cook. is that what we're talking yes. about? Yes, yes, yeah. jerky yeah. and fritters. So we have to make that happen. Yeah, jerky yeah. and fritters, ladies. Again, hey, I keep on mentioning I ain't getting no cookies. I didn't nobody ask none, but jerky <laughs> and fritters is another thing. You send me a care package with jerky and fritters. I'd be very happy. And some cheese. Might be able to work out a captivated T-shirt for you. Just saying. <laughs> You know Q ain't going to eat. Yeah, no. I don't know why you going to mess with the cheesecake up there in Philly, but we'll we'll work on that. It doesn't make sense. We've been over this. Yeah. Cheese and cake do not work in my head. <laughs> and and we always going to encourage. we going to encourage the people to send that to you. you know? That's perfectly fine. I'm going to just trash everything about them on Instagram. It's all good. You can put them in that position. Ladies, anybody else that said, if you get trashed on Instagram, those two gentlemen that you're listening to right there is Smil Matherin and Seven Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One is located in Virginia, the other one is located in Massachusetts. They are the reason you're going to get drug across all of Instagram for sending me that crap. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. I was looking at the kind of meat they use for um, beef jerky. They're talking about using elk meat. Oh, no, that would be interesting because oh. it's a little bit sweeter. A little bit sweeter of a meat. Yeah. yeah. No, really, sure. I never yeah, had that. It's, it's very before. tender and doesn't have a whole lot of gamey flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Okay. Now, what, what, what are your thoughts on bacon jerky? Is it possible to have bacon jerky or are you just eating bacon? you just eating bacon to me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're just eating bacon. Yeah, nah. Yeah, I haven't eaten. I mean... Look, man, when Oscar Myers came out with that, um, they came out the real bacon bits. Mm-hmm. Man, I used to just buy the bag and just walk around eating the bacon bits. Yo, there's they're so good. There's so many different types of bacon bits now. Mm-hmm. This should not be allowed. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's your top? What, what's your top three? Top three are the bacon bits that I make from the thick sliced bacon that I buy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then if you get the uncured, now I'll take the uncured and then mm-hmm. I'll cook it on my salt slab. On my little okay. salt plate. Um, salt Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Griff. Here's the salt again. Here's the salt Here's the salt again. What kind of salt slab is this? Is this from this the, pink the, Himalayan. Lake, the, the, the waters of Lake Minnetonka? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of... Oh, man. Nah, this is um, pink Himalayan salt. It's a square slab, and it's cool, okay. man, because you can freeze them and use the salt slab as, um, as a cold plate, or you can heat it. And um, cook on it, and um, and I know most of y'all probably saw the video I did with the Tabitha Brown, and I was cooking fish. That's what I was about to say. Lamb. That sounds real good for fish. 
was it? Yeah, I cooked some lamb, fish, and some chicken. Yeah, I cooked some chicken on there and everything. So, so what's the benefits of doing that as far as of using that to cook? So, what's some of the so benefits? The salt will be it a flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Beside the salt. It's just something different to do. In my opinion, it's yeah. just it is really something different. You know, it's um because he's mm. Griff. Griff just do things different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like I was. Yeah. <laughs> well, I might as well say it. Like I was telling the fellas, I was making my own salt flavored um tater chips. <laughs> 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 get some get some plain chips and some mix some smoked paprika some. Salt and some garlic powder, my red lava salt, all that. Griff, you're missing this opportunity to pivot your business and start making Griff snacks. <laughs> yeah, I can make. You a- can have a whole line of Griff snacks, bro. Yeah, okay. Have you mastered sure, some other notaries on, on the on the thing like 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 Master P doing with rap snacks? Yo, let's, but, but look, but, but listen, for the people that are busy out there running from appointment to appointment, we get that we have to nourish ourselves to make sure that we have enough energy to get through the day, make sure that we're able to focus, right, to be sitting in traffic and everything. There is open space in this notary world mm-hmm. to have a notary snack brand. Look at that. And you heard it here first. I just thought I'd throw it out the Griff Snacks. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> it's easy, right? It sounds good. You get your Griff Snacks. Yeah, which ones did you get? Oh, I got the jerky. Griff came with the with the honey oh. with the honey powder. Oh yeah, honey we were looking jerky. at honey powder. <laughs> Yo, it, that's the wildest thing I ever heard, man. If you guys get a chance, look, yeah. look it up on Amazon. They sell honey powder, and I think Matthew found peanut yeah. butter powder. Yeah, and now I'm definitely gonna order the it, it, the peanut butter powder just to see how it is. Say so just mix it with water. Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, every week Griff is showing us something different that he has, man. Griff is like double seven Griff. I, I, you know, I started double seven Griff because of the tech, but I might have to come up with a different name for you. All these extra yeah, items yeah. you have. You know. Griff, what was that store that used to be in the malls? Was it uh, Kitchen Capers? I believe so. Is that what it was called? Where they had all the, the the new latest technology and kitchen gadgets, and then they had like you, as soon as you walk in, you smell that fresh coffee bean. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I still hit them. Well, I mean, like now I be going to the thrift store. Like behind me, I got this table that I bought out the thrift store for fifteen bucks, and I know, I mean, that thing is nice. And I have I me mean, <laughs> if I can find it. I, I mean, cookware, all of that. I just be. I just be all up in there. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, I'm the gadget person. How many different person. garlic mashers do you have in your house? How many who? Or garlic process garlic <laughs> mashers or processors? No, actually, only one. To be honest with you, only one. But I do have a couple of things to cut them up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cutting boards, marble, rolling pins. Yeah, I love my marble rolling pins. So, mm-hmm. Look, man, I'm, if it's a gadget out there that I can get, I get, so. Got to try it out. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite kitchen gadgets are um, the digital th- uh, digital thermometers. I love those. I got two of those. Yeah, I, I've got a number of them. I don't know why I have a number of them, but I just do. They're fun. You stick it in meat. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> it tells you the temperature, um, you know, and that's the secret to grilling is that that thermometer. That is the secret to grilling. If if you know mm-hmm. what the temperature is supposed to be at, you know, that that'll save your meal and make it so much better if you if you can cook it to the precise temperature that it's supposed to be. Nah, so Griff, just uh, I'll let you know that I'm looking up a salt slab right now on mm-hmm. Amazon. I don't know. So which one you recommend? Any specific brand? How much is it? Like sixty five? I'm seeing there's like forty nine ninety nine, and there's ones that sixty. But the one that's sixty dollars has only have two reviews. The forty nine ninety nine one has over a thousand reviews. So whichever one you have, well, I got mine. To be honest, I had got mine from um from Home Depot. They happen to be selling them in there. Oh, okay. So they actually went up on the price on it because man, they were. Now, if you put in, if you look up Himalayan salt, salt brick, they got a two pack one in here, um, for twenty three. Okay. Okay. Now the key thing is with them, when you heat them up, you got to heat them up slow because they got moisture in there, and if you heat it up too fast, it'll split on you. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That's the key. So, um, what I what I do is I put them in the oven, my, and you heat it like at a hundred degrees for about an hour, and then you raise the temperature up a little bit until you get to the desired temperature that you want, which is typically about four hundred degrees. And then you're good to go. And then that's where I just put it on top of the, some people will put it on a grill or put it on their stove. Once it gets hot out the oven, then they'll put it on top of the burner. And you, like I, I use some other piece of metal or something so that the, the um, salt slab is not touching the actual grate, you know, the burner. Mm-hmm. And just keep heat yeah. going into it. And when I say it gets hot, I'm talking about it will take your skin off hot. Oh, jeez. Wow. So, how, so if you're wow. cooking something like fish, fish, right, or salmon, mm-hmm. how long would it take to cook a piece, cook a piece of salmon uh, on that? Yeah, yeah. And some people will put a little bit of oil on there so it doesn't stick as much. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can do that. Put some oil on there, and how long is the cooking cooking time on a salt slab? Uh, depends on how hot you got it. Um, like really, to be honest, if I'm doing fish, I would probably try to keep the salt slab at about 250, 300 so it can cook a little slower. And, Mm -hmm. um, and that's where the thermometers come in. You know, you take one of those thermometers and lay the point of it on the salt slab and it'll pretty much give you a decent, um, feel for how hot it is. And, um, and just put it on there. And then once you finish cooking, you have to let it cool down to where it's like cold. And then once you do that, then you can wash it off with some hot water and like a, um, what's they call it? The, you know, steel wool or something like that to get any kind of um, food off of it. But you don't stick it in, but you don't stick it into like a, <clears throat> you know, like a a sink full of hot water, nothing like that. You just run some water on it just to okay. scrape off the um, whatever's on the top. I got well, you. ladies and gentlemen, you just heard how uh, God figured out how to cook animals. 
Griff just gave us how he invented this. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, man. Griff is like, something else. You know, you just never know with Griff, man. Like, next week he's going to have something else. That we never heard of. Next before. week he's gonna sh- he's gonna teach us how you could take the sun and heat up that that salt slab, <laughs> and how you could speed up the heating process, and then cook you a whole rabbit. <laughs> stick it in your car. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, stick it in the car, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I still want That's me some rabbit. I still got to get me some rabbit. Rabbit ain't bad, man. Rabbit ain't bad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I have not had rabbit. I have not had rabbits, but I heard about it. I heard it's good, but I haven't had it yet. Yeah, gate is good, rabbit's good. I've had shark fin before. I did. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, it it was interesting. It wasn't my meal, but I was in like this very very popular, shady, underground, extremely expensive, really good uh, Chinese restaurant in Massachusetts, actually. Um, <laughs> Like it, it was in this place that looked like a bank. You would never know that what it, what it was, and then you go downstairs and you see all these people and it's immaculate dishes and um they had shark fin stew um stew. So the person that I went with they ordered some and I got a chance to taste it and it was different. Sure, is that place still around? I don't live in Massachusetts, Matthew. I don't know. Oh, well, I don't know. Send me the name. I don't, I don't remember <laughs> you know? the name. It, uh, uh, I, I, there was no name. You're there was supposed no... to know all the places there, man. You the constable. Yeah, and like, but but here's the thing, Matthew. <laughs> I wish I could tell. There was no sign for it. Oh, one yeah. of those. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's one of those. <laughs> it's like one of those hidden spots. You know, I, man, Massive Boston is one of my favorite cities that I've ever been to. Just because I love food. If y'all can't tell, I think for, we're on episode, what's this? Episode 17. For 14 episodes, we've always talked about food. Boston is one of those cities where you could eat at a different restaurant for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for a full year and not repeat. Mm. Yeah, no, you're right. A lot of options up here. Yeah, there's man. just so much. Now, I haven't been to Boston yet. No, I haven't been there. Like I love Boston. I'll never drive there ever again. Um, Wait, it's only a few hours. No, 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 no not like drive as in travel there. I will never drive in the city of Boston. Y'all are crazy up there. The way that you'll be driving in hey, those look. those uh, those tunnels and everything like that. No, f that. I value my life and my insurance. Look, man, I live up here. I live up here, and I don't like driving. Some people Boston. is crazy. So- <laughs> You know what I mean. So, if we're going to Boston, my wife is the, my wife is driving us in and out because she knows all the back roads. Yeah, like, no, it's, no. It's, they are crazy. It's up ridiculous here. the way that they drive up there. Now, see, I thought Florida drivers were bad until I moved to Massachusetts, and I'm nah, like, no, nah, it's different, man. You guys, yeah, I, I think it's from it goes Mass, New York, and Florida. For yeah, me. see, I drove like driven to New York and driving New York. <laughs> Pretty often, I'm fine with driving to New York. That New York don't bother me. Mm-hmm. Connecticut and Boston, nah, I'm good, bro. I've driven in San Francisco too. <laughs> San Francisco ain't an issue because you're just stuck in traffic. So, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's no craziness. It's yeah. you know, ten lane highway of traffic. That's ridiculous. 
It ain't going nowhere. Well, yeah, no. I mean, the closest I've been, what was that? Um, what's that? The basketball hall of fame up there, like we talked about before. And yeah. the and the driving was crazy Down going through Connecticut and stuff because I was on some road and there was no shoulders, there was no on ramps. You just drove to get on, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is crazy." And yeah, yeah if you ain't going seventy five, eighty, you're you're going way too slow. And you got way too. And then up. we was going across one of them bridges in New York. Yeah. And new people was riding up like they were going to hit us from the side. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. Nah. I said. Yeah, that's, you see, that's New York. Yep, that's you, what you, I, can't, you got I can't deal with rocking the Rocking. Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's straight. one of those places you actually have to pay yeah. attention. Have to pay attention. I am not a 10 and 2 driver. They don't care. If I'm going across the GW Bridge or I'm driving anywhere through New York, 10 and 2. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I ain't playing with them people. That's it. Uh, <laughs> They get reckless out there, and they don't care too. They'll just cut you off. They don't care. They don't. That's yeah, man, you got you got to do some exercise and flex out. You know, stretch out your your um your ankles before you get in the car because you're gonna be off, off and on that brake real quick. <laughs> uh, uh, make sure your reflexes is, is good. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. So don't text and drive in New York, guys. Don't text and drive anywhere. <laughs> really, that means we have to get. That's where Oswald comes in. He's the notary he giant. <laughs> Oswald be on the train. Yeah. yeah. Oswald not dealing with that. Yeah, I think he said he'd be traveling on the subway. Mm. Yeah, he's not like, he's not dealing with the craziness. He's just in and out. That's it. Yeah, man. Well listen guys. I think that's enough food talk. Uh you ready to call this one a wrap? Yeah. Um, yeah. You got anything I'm just else? Starting a plan for next year, man. Just, just trying to. I don't know. I'm excited for next year. I'm excited, honestly, because I know things are going to change with the real estate market, and I'm ready to hop out here. Because when these, when they finally, oh, oh, we might as well talk about it. Um, I heard, and I haven't done any research on it, but you know, I don't know if most people should know, especially if, if you've been listening to my channel, I've been talking about the fact that part of the problem we have out here is all of these, what they call institutional buyers and all these corporations buying up real estate, where they're actually trying to come up with a bill now to limit that because one of the problems is they're buying up all these properties, can't get anybody in them, and they're just sitting and they're talking about, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of real estate is just sitting out there not being sold, which means if nobody's buying them, that means there's no no notary there to do the work. And then there's nobody who owns a home that they can refinance. So they're trying to fix that. And whether the prices drop first or they come up with a bill or whatever they do, there's going to be opportunities out there for us to be the notary on call to get there and do this work. And I'm telling y'all, if you can find a way to hang in with this business sometime next year, it's going to open up. And all of those people who ran off from this business, they're going to be trying to run back in and they might not be allowed to come back in. (coughs) Sorry about that. Um, Come back in due to the fact that, these signing companies are going to be like, nah, you weren't there when we needed you. You abandoned us. 
So I mm-hmm. think it's going to be a good opportunity. So I'm excited for next year, 2023. Yeah, I think 2023 is going to be a great year on a couple different levels. But I will say that, you know, the notary, the notary industry is changing. Um, it's changed in the year that I've been in it. Um, and from what it sounds like, it was went through its largest change, you know, starting when the the uh, the coronavirus hit you know, mm-hmm. there was another change so we're going to see another shift coming up in 2023 um man just make sure you got your business plans know what you're doing um mm-hmm. oh oh well you know that's what i where got I'm at. that's where i'm at <clears throat> i have no words you know just just get get ready now <clears throat> you know in the beginning part of this episode we talked about pivoting one of the things that I've and I meant to mention it in the first half, and I say it and now I ain't going I'm not gonna elaborate, but what they talked about when you look at making a pivot in your business, you're also rewriting your business plan. Right. And if you haven't and if you're not doing business and you haven't written a business plan, then how can you even talk about making a pivot? Because that is a part yeah. of it changing your business plan i'm gonna leave it there stop skipping steps stop skipping steps folks Mm -hmm. okay you're not gonna recreate the wheel the wheel's been around for a really long time stick to the script yep yeah so that's you know and that's pretty much it you know do the research on business plan if you need help with business plan just reach out to ken steven jr on instagram yeah man so he'll help you ken guys Stevens out jr shout out to him again um he's a real dude uh he's got great information great energy and he tells it like it is oh yeah well just re- just reach out to him and then he'll get you guys mm-hmm. right <laughs> absolutely Matthew, you got anything anything else to say man uh now nah, man that's it you know just be ready for the change you know just just it, pretty much everything what you and griff say you know it's a new new year new opportunities yeah be honest to yourself stick to your plan and put your life on it that's all i got yeah on that you note guys hey love your life love your business yeah. love yourself we know the reason i see Know the reason sealed. Put the stamp down and stop in front of the mic. Here we go. Took the game over. We yeah. home now. We soldiers. Griff, Matherin, and Q the podcast. You can't hold us. Y'all heard the word. Uh, y'all heard the word. Uh-huh. Griff, Matherin, and Q. Yeah, we on a verse. So diverse with no rehearse. That's how we work. Authentic when we give it. If we said it, then we meant it. Uh-huh. Not to be confused yeah. with other people's views. Uh-huh. They get it how they get it, and we get it how we do. Uh-huh. Look, homie, this is a whole different game. We got a whole different name. We in a whole different lane. Yeah. We know the reason sealed. This my everyday life. We know the reason sealed. Everyday I hustle out here living it right. We know the reason sealed. Put the stamp down and step in front of the mic. Took the game over. We home now. We soldiers. Rip Matherin and Q the podcast. You can't hold us. We know the reason sealed. Notaries unsealed. This my everyday life.